Oh, Hanukkah. We're going to wrap up the teaching on Hanukkah now. Um, and this particular one is on the word is just tradition. If you've ever watched Fiddler on the Roof, you get that. It's just uh, for the Jews, tradition is is what kind of dominates everything that they do for good and, and a lot of times for bad. Uh, but nonetheless, tradition has really taken a hold of Hanukkah. Uh, more than anything else, it has many traditions. Some of them really don't have the roots in truth, but for followers of Jesus, it's really appropriate, I think, to like light a candle at night of Hanukkah and just give thanks that Jesus, this Emmanuel, has come and is with us even now, and just to, to consider that light that he put on flesh this week, all those years ago, so that we could have life. It, it's a week we remember that he chose to lay down his glory in heaven, and I mean, when you talk about light, right, you're talking about glory in heaven, and it's more like a candle down here, right? <laughs> There's just no comparison to all what he had to lay down to become mm. a man, to become a baby inside a womb for the sole purpose of dying for our sins. It's also worth remembering that 300 years after that first Hanukkah, the Roman Empire, Hadrian, reinstituted the exact same anti-Jewish decrees that were going on with the Greeks. It really turned out very differently. In this case, the Maccabees won out, and the Jews became free for a certain season, and things uh, went back to at least have the liberties of what they did. Sadly, though, in 131 AD, the same decrees followed the defeat of the Jews at the Bar Kokhba revolt in 138 AD, and it's why the Jews to this day don't speak the name of Jehovah. They never say Jehovah, the very name of God. And, and none of us have it in our Bibles. We don't have the name of God. You just have Lord in capital letters. The greatest tragedy in the world. It also is hinged right here on Hanukkah because it was attached to the exact same thing. Uh, when the temple was destroyed in 70 A.D., all of the days of the joy, like Hanukkah, was abolished the sole exception was the eight days of Hanukkah so that they could make them suffer during Hanukkah, uh, during the Bar Kokhba revolt and afterwards. So this holiday is very profound. And as I said, mostly you should be celebrating the fact that Jesus uh, was conceived of the Holy Spirit on this day. Now, the one thing, as I said, I always tease Corey because I'd ask her, she's little, you know, and I'd say, what do you remember about uh, Hanukkah? It's time for Hanukkah again, right? And she remembered she got presents. She always remembered that. That was a good thing, right? <laughs> and uh, she would, as I said this morning, remember the oil. And I think she she remembered the Maccabees. That name is kind of easy to remember. And I think that came. So she had the little pieces of it. Uh, and so it was a fun kind of time. It's easy for your kids. Unfortunately, let's talk about the uh, story that we tell the kids. Hanukkah is associated with a miracle that supposedly happened in 165 B.C. The Maccabees liberated the temple. According to the story, the Maccabees searched the temple looking for olive oil to use in the temple menorah. It's supposed to be lit every day. But since people had been killed in setting the temple, cleaning and being free, it had been a war, right, for three years. People had died in that temple, and everything in the temple was deemed ritually impure because of it. So they had to find a vial of oil with its seal intact because the seal would shield it from ritual impurity of the dead. Well, according to the story, the Maccabees only found one vial of oil with the seal intact and immediately lit the menorah with this oil. But the ceremony for purifying from the dead, from touching a dead person, it's a, it's a seven-day process. It takes a week, according to the law. So they couldn't 
do the necessary things to produce pure oil until the eighth day. But they only had one thing of oil for one day. And supposedly this is when the miracle uh, supposedly happens. The vial of oil didn't burn out after one day or two days, but burned for eight days, providing them time to prepare a new batch of richly pure oil. That's the story you hear at Hanukkah. That's the story we told you growing up, right? Here's the rest of the story. It might be true. I don't think it is. But here's the reason. It seems rather unlikely because it's actually not even mentioned by any of the writers of anybody involved with the Maccabean Revolt until hundreds of years later, following the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. The events surrounding Hanukkah are described in two historical books called First Maccabees and Second Maccabees. It's called that because they were there. They wrote it shortly after it all took place. Both books describe, I mean, the events of, of this revolt the, of Hanukkah in detail, but neither says a word about a miracle of oil. After the Romans destroyed the temple and the altar in 70 AD, it appears the rabbis kind of invented the miracle of the oil to give new significance to this festival, Hanukkah, that was all about victory over the Greeks and dedication of the altar back in 165 BC. And it might possibly have inspired them because, you know, after that, another generation passes by and they have this mass revolt that ends in the Bar Kokhba revolt. So it might have accomplished the purpose they were looking for. So if there is no oil, if that's not really actually part of the story, why the eight-day um, time for Hanukkah? Maccabees does say this. In Leviticus 9, when Moses dedicated Aaron and his sons as priests in the desert, the ceremony lasted eight days. On the eighth and final day of the declaration, a fire came out of heaven and consumed the sacrifice that Aaron and his sons offered on the altar. This miracle happened again in Second Chronicles 7 when Solomon dedicated his altar for eight days. So dedicating an altar typically was an eight-day process, historically. And, of course, we had told you about the second one, which is Numbers 9. If you missed Passover because you're ritually unclean or you're on a trip, there's second Passover the next month that you can take part in. And the Maccabees were at war during the Feast of Tabernacles. They didn't observe Sukkot. So while they were fighting the Greeks, they, they wanted to make up for it. So they declared, just like Passover... Not because the Bible told them they could. They just declared a second Sukkot. Their logic is in 2 Maccabees 10. And they celebrated it for eight days with rejoicing in the manner of the Feast of Booths, or Tabernacles, remembering how not long before, during the Feast of Booths, they had been wandering in the mountains and caves like wild animals. Josephus talks about Hanukkah and refers to it as the Festival of Lights, but he says nothing about the miracle of oil burning for eight days. The first time this miracle is even mentioned is in the Babylonian Talmud over 300 years after that first Hanukkah. So there's really absolutely no reason to believe that the story of the oil is actually literally true. It was just something that was kind of made up to go with the, uh, the festival. So hopefully that doesn't diminish any of the excitement of it because I think that the fact that God came into the womb a teenage girl so he might become the Messiah and the Savior of the world trumps that by far and wide.